little bit of Charlie Daniels today. You know where this conversation is going. Joe said this wouldn't be a rendition of Vietnam. My name is Tom. Hi, I'm Katie. Welcome to the rabbit hole. If you are a liberal, this show is not for you. But if you want to, we will show you the way and let you make up your own decisions and... You can come up with your own conclusions of things that are going on. That was Charlie Daniels still in Saigon. You know where this conversation's going. This conversation is not going to be good. Stories that we've been hearing that have been coming out of Afghanistan have been horrible. There's interpreters that are getting killed, those people that risk their lives out there for our, uh, our personnel are getting killed. There was even a piece of paper, and I don't know if I mentioned this last time. I don't know if we talked about, Af- did Afghanistan happen last time? I don't think so, did it? No. Mm-mm. There was a piece of paper that was circulating around that the gov- federal government was requiring every American to sign it before they could get out of a war-torn country such as Afghanistan, even though they were evacuating people, and that's why they were there, where they would sign it. And pay the government $2,000 to get back home. $2,000 to come back home. When was this? This was over through the last week and a half. Jesus Christ. So, the things that have happened out of there, uh, some of the photos that have been coming out, uh, the photo of that C-17 Galaxy uh, taxiing down the runway with the Afghan people, you know, running alongside it. You know what? There was a bunch of red flags on that picture. One of the red flags is, is you never, you didn't see anybody behind it because it was all like just a little blur. It was like a black blurry horizon in the back, just down at ground level. You didn't see a mirage from the heat coming off the runway. All you seen was just a black mirage and the people just kind of look like they blended into that little black horizon that was on there. I watched the deal uh, video on a airliner. It was probably a 747, maybe a 737, and they placed the car behind it. A car, a full-size car, a Lincoln Continental, probably about a 1992, 1990. So it was a big car, full-size car. When that engine wound up, it blew that car all over the place. It looked like it hit and rolled. Then people that were running in front of that that C-17, they would have got sucked into the turbine. Then it comes to find out that that picture that they shown on the internet that was circulating all over that CNN so famously come across, and this is why you cannot tell me that there is not crisis actors. The picture that they circulated on there showed a C-117 fully loaded, and they said there was over 800 people on it. 
And it, you know, most people are like, well, you know, that's cool, that's cool. And it, you know, I thought I thought that myself. I was like, well, that's cool. You know, they got they it got was some, mostly men. They were they got something going. It was all men. But there is something else with the picture. It that, was all men. That picture was taken in 2013. Well, it's all men on that plane. In the Philippines. I'm sorry. Tell me that the Marine Corps is not going to put women and children on a plane first. Well, tell me any Middle Eastern country that puts their family first. Yep. Men are ranked higher. That's their religion. So, anyway... With that, with that much being said, there is a lot of things that are coming out. Uh, that there was a lot of interpreters that got killed, uh, hung. One in one in particular, they said that he, they found him. They killed most of his family except for one daughter. She was to go and tell everybody what happened. They let her live. They burned his Department of Defense card to his chest, hung him from a tree. And he had no limbs. There is a right way and a wrong way. And nobody's saying that pulling out of Afghanistan was wrong. Because if you cannot stand on your own two feet after 10 years, we shouldn't have been there after 20. No one's arguing that fact. There's nobody's fact arguing that, that fact. There is some problems. But there is issues with the way you do pull out. You don't leave all your fucking equipment back there. Now they need equipment. It's called weapons. Now they have all our weapons. $300 billion worth of weapons and ammunition. $300 yeah, billion dollars worth of weapons of ammunition that they just pretty much left behind. So basically we've just funded a war on ourselves. And it's probably going to get worse. It'll get worse before it gets better. We just funded a war on ourselves. But the other thing we want to get into is we want to talk to you about being prepared. It's better to have and need it and not have. It's better to have it and need it than not use it than need it and not have it. So some of the things that that we recommend that you probably should do and everybody goes goes upon their own is first thing is communication you need some form of communication uh we're working on our gmrs home station we'll get that here put up probably here in the next couple of weeks things are going to be slowing down the deck is almost ready for the party this weekend that we are having for our podcast roundtable podcast and a dinner uh with that being said the other things that you need to look up is security in my mind security is probably number one because with security, what it is, is you can get other people's stuff if need be. But you, in, in short, you are protecting your stuff. This is about protecting you. Whenever you go into a strange area, a strange, a strange scenario, a strange town, you could be in your own property. And the economic situation outside could change. So much so that all of a sudden... You know, now it's it's strange territory. So the number one thing you need to have is some form of protection. Security. Security is always number one. Communication is number two. Food is number three. And in short, 
uh, the list that we had for food. You remember what it was, Tammy? Well, it was rice, dried beans, dehydrated milk or dehy- powdered milk. Powdered milk or dehydrated milk. Water, if you don't have a source. If you do have a source, then you just need to heat it. Little propane containers and something to cook on so you can heat your water and get out anything that's going to cause dysentery because you'll die from that. Um, IV bags of normal saline, um, 9%. Uh, sodium chloride is what you need. You also need IV lines. If you can get your hands on antibiotics, do so. Um, IV as well as um, injectables and orals, topical antibiotics. But peanut butter, rice, and dried beans because peanut butter and your dried beans will be your proteins. Rice is going to fill you up and give you carbs. If you have any type of um, ailment or disease, you want to get that stuff. A suture kit. Need a suture kit. Learn how to do stitches. There's videos out there to learn how to do stitches. We're not we're not going completely overboard on it. All we're saying is that you each need to make your own decision on what you gotta do. And with also with that being said Oh and insure or boost. Because I've seen people live off of that shit literally. I have I have seen some things on the horizon that are pointing to on different economic forums and different articles I read that is pointing to a, a Great Depression. Probably as bad, if not worse, than what we had in the 1930s. The other thing is, is you will find out who your friends are and who they are not, or who you Sorry, thought they were and who they're not. The things that are going on, you need to be prepared. We all need to be prepared. The, and one thing, you know, know that if you, need, if you need help or something, and I'm in the area or Tammy's in the area, give us a shout. We'll do what we can to help you out. We'll do what we can to help anybody out. Because that's just the kind of people we are. The only thing is, is you know, you, we got this thing going down economically in matter of seven months the whole world has gone to shit in a handbasket and what i mean by that is you take a look at the way he treated the refugees from cuba you look at the way he's treated the situation in afghanistan you look at the way he's treated the situation here in the united states if he does that to them over there, just imagine what he's doing to us behind our backs. We have to look out for ourselves. We have to look out for we, the people. That's what we have to look out for. So, in short, if you got food storage, you know, dried food, get some of that. I ain't saying you got to stock up immensely on it, but, you know, have a couple weeks on hand. Uh... First aid supplies, they don't have to be real fancy. It all depends on what you can afford. You know, if you build up on it, you can probably get it. The other thing is you're going to need to get is some form of security. Preferably something that launches bullets. 
a gun, a rifle, a shotgun, anything is better than nothing at all. Even a 25 auto is better than nothing at all. If you got a 22 long rifle, that's great. You have something. You have a deterrent. You need communications, an alternative form of communications, because if everything else goes down, then you're going to need an alternative form of communication. What I have done on my cell phone and my laptop is we already utilize DuckDuckGo as our main search engine, but I put VPNs on both of them, and what a VPN does is it masks your, your IP address so they don't know when you enter a website, they don't know where you're coming from. That will help you be able to go over the internet and look into various things because if they know it's coming from the United States, they're categorizing things and censoring things, so you're only being able to see this. You're not being able to see what you want to see. You're only being able to see what they want you to see. They're not allowing you to make your decisions. They're not allowing you to make your opinions based on information you see. They're doing what they call what we call propaganda. That's all that is. There's nothing to see, comrade. Keep moving along. Keep moving along. Start stocking up on some of that stuff. And, you know, just do the best you can. You need help with it on uh, some selection of things, give us a shout. We'll do more than we can help. Uh, and then, you know, try to shore up your, your affairs at home. I mean, if you can knock off some of the bills, I think, you know, we got, we still got our house payment and our medical loan and a couple other things, but we don't have any credit cards. We don't have a car payment. Uh, we paid everything off except for the house, and that'll probably be paid off probably another five or six years. And then that that puts everything free and clear. And, you know... So we're always broke so we can be free and clear when we're older. We don't have much for, mo for cash on hand, but we have assets. We have valuable assets so with that being said just do the best you can food water uh, some form of security preferably a gun of some sort uh, you can have other things but I'd say probably a gun gasoline yeah just don't get your own house on fire yeah uh, another thing you might want to brush up on is do periodic maintenance on your equipment and or vehicles that you have and stay vigilant on it because if it if it all goes down read up on what they have what the people did in the 1930s to get by and you will see that a lot of what they did to get by we can still implement them processes today because some of that thing some of that stuff hasn't changed which is one you know, periodic maintenance on your vehicles and any of the equipment that's running so you can always have it up and going. Oh, and they also made moonshine so they could get money. And bartering. Bartering will be a thing. <laughs> so, with, with that being said, uh, we're looking forward to seeing everybody here that uh, said that we were going to come. We we're going to have a little shindigs here.
Um, uh, two, if we're going to do a podcast, ladies and gentlemen, I need what topics you want to discuss. It's open topics. Yeah, but to have it a little organized with question and answers so that people have an opportunity to talk and voice their opinions, I would like to write down questions to ask. And if not, we'll gather them all when you get here. Uh, let's talk about COVID. So I recently watched a senator um, that is a physician, has been a physician for a very long time, um, and he talked about masks and the research that the CDC did with the COVID vaccine and wearing masks. Please look at the Denmark research study. It is actually um, evidence-based. It is not like the CDC who have, what, maybe 10 people or whatever bullshit. It's not evidence-based, peer-reviewed at all. So anyhow, the Denmark research study that was over 3,000 people over a period of time found that it wasn't masks that protected people out in the community. It was social distancing. So common sense would tell you, like, you know, when you had the flu and we had the flu before the COVID, that if you're sick, stay home. If you can't stay home and you got a cough and you're sneezing, don't get up in people's space. Stay six feet apart. What's happening now is people are wearing these masks. If they are not N95 and specifically fitted for your face, they do you no good out in the community. Now, in a healthcare setting, these people are already sick. They already have comorbidities, so I understand wearing the masks because you have to do direct care with them. You have to be up in their face. And let me tell you, any healthcare facility doesn't give a rat's ass about their employees being sick. They want them there. Because the only way that they can fill their beds is if they have enough staff. You could have 20 empty rooms, but if you don't have enough nurses on duty, your building is considered full. So let, let me ask you this. Hmm. You're saying that they're saying that they may be full, but they're full because of a problem that they created. Correct. Right. Because, because without, according to what, what, CMS guidelines, which is the federal, and state guidelines, which are whatever the state determines, a nurse can only be a ratio one to whatever. Okay, so in some places, a nurse, like in a hospital, it's not 1 to 10, okay? Technically speaking, it's supposed to be 1 to 10 in a nursing facility. Yeah, right, that never happens. I don't know what the ratio is for hospitals. A hospital nurse would have to tell me that. Denise could probably tell me that. But if they don't have enough nurses to care for those patients, then the hospital is full. So when you hear, oh my gosh, the Texas hospitals are full, or oh my gosh, the New Mexico hospitals are full, they're not full. Their beds aren't full. They don't have the nurses to care for the sick people. So therefore, and there's a state ratio, may, I'm gonna make up a number. For every one nurse, you get five patients, okay? So if you have 10 nurses, you have how many patients? 50? Okay. But that hospital might hold 200 people in beds. But because you don't have a nurse caring for those sick people, 
50 beds, a person in every 50 bed, in all 50 beds, makes that hospital full. So don't feed into the bullshit off the media that says, oh my God, the hospital's full. No, it ain't. The hospital doesn't have enough nursing staff. Because nurses are sick of the shit and the bullshit lies and made up stories and they're leaving the profession. More and more. I just saw a gal that was working to get her master's degree and she stepped off of nursing. She's done. I hear a lot of nurses are quitting. They're, they're just done. Because we're overworked. And nurses, when you become a nurse, you become a nurse because you give a shit about people. Okay? And so a nurse becomes extremely burnt out when they're not caring for a person correctly. And if you put one nurse to too many patients, what happens is you're not caring for that person. And a nurse doesn't just care by sticking an IV in your arm and shoving a medicine in your mouth or giving you insulin. That's not a way a nurse works. And all you nurses out there can confirm this. We take care of people not only medically, physically, we do it emotionally, and everything else. Okay? So, we want to be there for that person through everything. When they cry, we cry. When they need help, we want to try to fix it and we want to try to help them. Okay? So, stop listening to the bullshit of a journalist because they ain't a medical professional. Okay? And read the Denmark research study. If you use common sense, which common sense has somehow left this planet, when you have a cold, when you have RSV, when you have the flu, okay, you stay home. You stay away from people so you don't give it to them. It is the same thing with COVID-19. If you're in the community and you're sick or think you're sick, okay, stay home. Unfortunately, with the flu and COVID-19, you usually are non-symptomatic when you're shedding the virus, okay? So again, if you social distance, you're fine. And if you don't want to social distance because you're that kind of a person, you, you know, you do the hugs and stuff, then you take responsibility for risking your health. Okay. You make that choice. You make that decision. Last time I checked, we did live in the United States. Now, they're trying to take those things away from us people. We need to stop them from doing that. They have no right to do that. They have no right to tell you to get a vaccine if you don't want one. We already killed off a bunch of people with the mumps, okay, because parents decided their kids didn't need the vaccine. What's any different? They're vaccinating 16-year-old little girls. We don't know the side effects of this vaccine yet. Now, us older people, that's fine. Give us the vaccine. Find out in 10 years how it messes us up. Then suggest giving it to children. But at this point, they have their entire lives. They don't want to be 26 and have ovaries falling out. They don't want to be 26 and having cancer from a vaccine where we did not have the appropriate research. I don't mind if you're an adult to make that decision. I'm cool with that. You want the vaccine? Get it. Because you're an adult. You can make that decision. 
but do not be pushing it off on our next generation of children when you have no idea what the risk factors are 10 years from now. Don't get me started. You're going to endanger babies. You're pissing me off with endangering babies. You have no right to endanger babies. You think you have a right to do it? Go to another fucking country and do it there. They're doing it everywhere. I don't care. In Australia. How dare they fuck up babies? Australia. Who the hell do they think they are? Australia is in a complete fucking meltdown right now. You know what? If you want population control, go buy yourself a fucking island and sit on it and stay there. Stay away from the rest of the people. If that's what you want is population control, buy yourself an island, make yourself self-sufficient, and just fucking stay there and get out of the goddamn way. Enough said. Sorry. So, there's one more thing I, I want to tell you about. There is a app called... Uh, Hello. I think... Let me look here real yep. quick. Uh, it is called Cell Spy Catcher. Now, I ain't, I ain't saying I'm a conspiracy theorist because most Democrats think we are anyway. And with them talking about wanting to do things, and you know how cooperative everybody is about giving your freedoms away, and then not giving them back, uh, there is a deal called, that certain agencies use called a stingray tower, and a stingray tower is a mobile unit that captures your cell signal, so your cell signal goes through them, and then it bounces from them to the nearest tower, and what that does is it allows them to monitor your traffic, your text messages, your phone calls, anything you got going through. What cell, what this uh, okay. cell spy catcher does is it it has a list of it already has a database of known towers. Now how yeah. I, it had a pretty high rating, so I, I went and downloaded. Could it be fictitious? It could be. Yeah, I, I wouldn't think that they would do that, but it comes highly rated off the of YouTube. And a lot of the guys that are techies are using it. Uh, they said if it detects a, a stingray tower, then what you do is you just pretty much shut your phone down and just wait for a while. That's the only thing you can do. Because somewhere somebody is monitoring traffic. Whether it be legally or illegally. More than likely, it's probably illegally because Congress is now has been trying to make stingray towers illegal and that entire setup illegal. So, the name of the program is called Cell Spy Catcher. And that's uh, one of the things I did to also protect my own communication. I got a new number of people that already have it. Uh, like I said, we're out in the middle of Nebraska. I don't think that it's really that big of a deal, but in the bigger metropolis cities like uh, Omaha or Lincoln or any other big cities around the country, that think it's going to be more prevalent. So, with that, uh, we hope look forward to seeing everybody. Uh, my name is Tom. I'm Tammy. We'll talk to y'all later from Rabbit Hole. Next podcast is the Roundtable. See y'all then. Bye.